I'm Bob. I like coffee. I also like to tell stories. So here at the Bobcast Coffee, it's time for a coffee break. So take a coffee break with me and pour yourself a cup of your favorite Joe. By the time you're done with your coffee, you'll know something about me you really didn't need to know. But you'll have fun learning it. Just remember, my stories are true. For the most part. This episode is brought to you by Scars and Stripes Coffee. Reynolds Revival, the producers of Bobcast Coffee, have teamed up with Scars and Stripes to bring you one of the best cups of coffee you will ever taste. Lovingly roasted here in the great state of Oklahoma and shipped straight to your taste buds. Scars and Stripes Coffee is all about veterans helping veterans. Unlike other companies who say that part of their proceeds go to help veterans with Scars and Stripes, you can look directly into the eyes of the person selling you your coffee and get to know the vet that is being supported by your purchase. To find out more about the company, the mission, or just to buy the greatest coffee, go to www.sscoffee forward slash Reynolds. That's www dot ss dot coffee forward slash r-e-y-n-o-l-d-s or use the handy link down in the descriptions today i am enjoying my scars and stripes coffee out of a let's turn this bad boy around it's a very pretty cup it is a silver dollar city memorial cup that we got while we were down visiting Silver Dollar City in Missouri. Established 1960, Silver Dollar City is old, but not as old as I am. But it does do a good job keeping Scars and Stripes coffee in Bob. Mmm. Good coffee. All right, today we are doing episode 31, all about costuming. Everyone should know by now that I spent a great deal of my youth traveling across the country trying to be an actor, doing plays, live performances, and a few parts in commercials left Bob poor and hungry. It also gave me the exciting and very useful ability to make costumes and to do makeup. This, as you know, has great commercial uses outside of the acting and performance arena. Okay, for a bob, it's completely useless with the exception of Halloween. Then Bob met Linda and she introduced me to the California Renaissance Fair. Her and her boys like going with the homeschool co-op that they belong to. And it gave us the ability to put our creative brains together on some new costumes. 
With the boys, it meant that we had a greater need of costumes and some young ideas to work with. Through the years, we made costumes for our adventures over at the Renaissance Fair, but we also made costumes for Halloween. Costumes like The Grinch, Indiana Jones, Lincoln, after the theater, a knight, a black knight that was, wonderful armor, a musketeer, a mummy, Bob the Builder, Bob's dad, and Wendy, and so many pirates you can't even count. But some of my favorite costumes came later, as Linda and I did some couples costumes. Now, I've always personally thought that couples costumes tend to be a bit tacky and of bad taste. That is, until Linda and I put our minds to it. My soulmate is also a great collaborator, and when it comes to the delicate art of costumes for couples, she is a master. So, Let's take a look at some of the great costumes from the past. Now, while we were still living in Southern California, our family was asked to help out at a church we were married at. And they were having an outreach that they were putting on called the Bethlehem Village. This was a great little show, sort of slash VBS, that had booths set up, so that the kids could do crafts, stories to be told, and, and games. And it also had live performances of the Christmas story. They needed extra performers, and they came to Linda and I. So Linda put together costumes for our boys, for herself, and for some friends that we roped into the fun. But another friend of ours loaned me a costume that she had owned for quite a while. And she loaned it to me so I could use it specifically as a role of one of the wise men. The costume was from an old silent movie called The Sheik. And it was worn by Rudolph Valentino. I love this aspect of being in Southern California Everyone had some strange connection to the entertainment community. The show, The Bethlehem Village, went off without a hitch. It was a good show. And the costumes looked great. And it really felt really neat to take this incredible piece of history and wear it in a performance one more time. Now, in Oklahoma, Linda and I took our costuming to a whole new level. Well, at least for us. At one of the churches that we went to in Yukon, we had just started when a VBS problem happened. They had a script that they had purchased, but their stage wasn't, it wasn't coming together. So we jumped in that year and helped them turn the front of the sanctuary into a western town. Then the next year, we went overboard. 
we borrowed a VBS script that was written in Southern California at a church that we had attended. And we put on the Mad Scientist VBS. Now in Southern California, that version was written for a much bigger church and a much bigger VBS. So we had to pare it down a little bit. And we made it a three-day event from the five-day event that was originally written. Also, for the Southern California VBS, they did have one of the real Back to the Future DeLoreans from the movie parked out in front of the church. All right, now that's something that in Oklahoma we weren't going to get our hands on. But as far as the showmanship, we held our own. The stage was great, and Linda and I were the scientists. This really was a great week and an excellent way to bring Christ to our kids. The costume design I must give totally to my wife. She did find the absolute right look for our characters. I was in a black fedora hat, horn rim glasses, a white lab coat, green Hawaiian shirt, a skinny black tie, plaid Bermuda shorts, sandals, and Marvin the Martian socks. Linda was in the white lab coat, a red shirt, black pants, the sporty black horn-rimmed glasses, and hair that went everywhere. The kids loved us. Now, this particular church, like most churches, would also put on harvest-type parties for the weekend of Halloween. And this was the perfect place to shine in true couple's costume fashion. A classic couple's outfit that Linda had the idea for was Mary Poppins and Bert. I liked it so much, I was willing to shave my goatee. The really sad part for this that year's costume is how many young adults and kids had no clue who Mary Poppins and Bert were. Making the chimney brush was not very hard for me. It only took a small diameter pipe and a wire wheel, and it looked great. But you did not want to rub up against it. That thing would slice you. Linda made the parrot head for her umbrella and her hat out of construction paper and markers. The hat was in a hat box and should be around this house somewhere. Maybe I'll try to find it. On another harvest party, Linda and I knocked it out of the park with a couple of garden gnomes. This was a lot more work to pull off than other costumes. We started out in the ye olde renaissance box. We have a big box that holds all our renaissance costumes. And it's a great place to start any project from a very specific look to some very generic pants and shirts. Linda ended up doing some work on the sewing machine and again, making hats. She's really good at making hats out of construction paper. Of course, 
we had to find a garden to stand in for a while. At least the millennials knew what garden gnomes were. Only because the movie Gnomeo and Juliet was not very old at the time. Gnomeo and Juliet was not the look we were going for, but hey, we'll take whatever we can get. As you can tell, costuming is not something we do just for Halloween. We can be talked into many things just for the fun of it. We spent one day dressed as a king and queen just because Daniel Cox asked us to jump in for a Cub Scout camp. Now, lucky for us, we know Holly. Holly McClure Sturm is one of the great survivors of the Yukon class of 1981. She is, an am- she is amazing at many things, one of which is costuming. She makes Renaissance costumes that are simply incredible. On top of that, she has a big heart on bailing my last minute get suckered into something but out of the fire. She, in a few moments, made Linda and I into very believable king and queen. Holly's influence does not stop there. Holly and her unflappable attitude have just recently turned my lovely wife into the most notorious madam that has ever graced the Renaissance fields of Oklahoma. Maggie is the character that Holly wove into many lives at the Muskogee Renaissance Festival. And she graciously loaned Maggie out so my wife could dazzle at a Mustang Oklahoma Chamber of Commerce event. I know my wife did Maggie proud. Now, knowing Holly is not all fun and games. There is a dark side that one must watch out for in Holly. One weekend, many years back, we had just gotten into Oklahoma. And we went to the Ren Fair in Muskogee. It was sort of a last-minute thing. And we took all the, the kids that had come from California. We all went up together and, and went to the Ren Fair. But since it was last minute, we decided not to dress up this year, but to be simple, fun-loving, normal folk at a Ren Fair. When one of your friends is Maggie at the Ren Fair, nothing, and I do mean nothing, is normal. She kept finding us wherever we went. And when she would find us, strange things kept happening to me. The strangest thing was when Bobby, our third born, and I met, (laughs) we met the Scottish belly dancers. Now, put into your mind what you might think of as a belly dancer. All right. Now, add flaming red hair and a fiery attitude and that is exactly not what we got actually imagine two large burly men with beards kilts and finger symbols and that's what we got well we got that and a lesson in how to dance like a scottish belly dancer 
from one end of the street to the other. One thing I did learn that day is that even as an old, decrepit man, I still have a lot more rhythm than Bobby. Now, I could go on and on and on describing this encounter with the Scottish belly dancers. But for your luck, my wife made sure to have a complete video record made. You know, you had a 50 50 chance of getting that wrong. Then you're going to stick your belly out. This is what makes it Scottish. If you're really struggling, Kester here will give you personal hands on have something to do with costumes except for this last one but alas no if you notice in the video Bobby and I are wearing the most basic of belly dancer fashion I want you to think about that when you're trying to sleep tonight have a great night and enjoy your coffee.